0: Your discretion content may not be suitable some audiences Your discretion is a Wrestling POP's content may not be suitable Your discretion is a bite, Wrestling not be some audiences Your discretion is a bite, Wrestling content may not be suitable some audiences Your discretion is a bite, Wrestling content not be
1: suitable Your is content
0: Hey, wrestling fans! Welcome to another edition of WPOV Global. Now, right now, I'm sounding all energetic, fun, and up, but the truth is, I am beaten like a dog. That's right. You're hearing the highly defeated legend teaming up with his good friend, the equally beaten and misused gentleman, <laughs> Elio Canella. Yes, Elio. I am. Uh... Well, first of all, folks, welcome to welcome to WPOV Global. It's the show where we go around the world looking at all the best wrestling that isn't. In the WWE banner, with the exception of NXT UK, but we look at some of the best wrestling that you're not going to get on the uh from the big boys. And um, I gotta tell you, man, what I'm talking about, why are we beaten and defeated? Well, you know what? Me and Elio, not only did we have a super heavy week of wrestling, we had all our regular shows, we had four cards of uh, New Japan to cover as we watched the G1. Uh, I know I even took a peek at Impact to see, because I said I'd look back now and then to see if it got any better, and <laughs> it didn't. It was just as terrible <laughs> as ever. Oh, no. Then, last night, Elio, last night. Yes. I said to you, hey, let's check out that triple A, or yeah, the triple A mania, whatever thing it is. That the Mexican." Mania, yep. And uh, I said, let's check it out. You know, mm-hmm. we, we got it, and you were like, okay. So we went our separate ways. So last night, folks, as I've walked all the... Countless hours of wrestling that I've already watched. I figured, okay, I'll cap it off with a little bit of this show. I put it on, and I got to tell you, Elio, ten minutes into the show, I just I looked over at my wife and I like tapped out. I'm like, "Good night, honey. I I can't do this. I it's it's too much." Wow. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: I went I in with an open mind, and I was like, yeah. the first match in, I'm like, okay, I'm
0: done. Um, now, you know what? Yes, I get the fact that it's uh, in Mexican, and uh, that's not such a bad deal. I mean, we watch Japanese shows. We watch all kinds of around the world. Yep. Um, however, uh, these Spanish guys, these Mexican fellas, mm-hmm. they were super energetic, and they did not non stop talk. There was no help. If you were not speaking Spanish, if you weren't a Mexican, you probably could not get anything out of the show.
1: Mean, I understand Spanish, and I speak Spanish, but if people talk slowly, I understand what you're saying, but these guys were talking like, I don't know, Super oh, fast. Man, they were just faster the like, no, micro-machine guy.
0: Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I tried to watch. I mean, the first... Honestly, I think the first 40 minutes of, this, of the broadcast was just people talking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, uh, you know, they talk so fast that when uh, the first match came out, three guys came out. I have no idea what their name was. Maybe they said their name. They talk so fast, I have no idea.
1: I had to uh, look no- their name up online. I had to look up the... Entire card just to follow along and see who was who. Yeah, you were saying
0: that. You know what? Uh, that's what's really annoying, okay? is They could have at least written the names of the guys on the screen. Yep. So people, you know, write them in Spanish and English. You know that the broadcast is going to be watched by English-speaking people, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, wow. So you know what? I got to say, Elio, I gave up. I didn't even look up the results. I uh, trying to watch that first match. I just gave up. I tapped out. I have no idea, folks. Uh, I know there was some guys from Impact. Uh, there were some big names. There were some AEW guys that showed up there. But yeah, they had Kenny, no Kenny
1: Omega and the Young Bucks. Laredo Kid and Lucha Brothers. Cody Rhodes was there. Killer Cross. Scarlett Bordeaux.
0: Now, did you end up watching any of this?
1: <laughs> I saw the entire card. But I had it playing in the background mostly because I just like tapped out. I was I was like completely lost. It was made up of... Six-man tag matches, fatal four-ways, and one TLC match, only one singles match, and that was the main event with a blue demon defeating Dr. Wagner Jr. in a hair-versus-mask match.
0: Wow, they actually got a doctor from the hospital to come in? <laughs> That's
1: incredible.
0: <And> no, anyways. <laughs>
1: unbelievable. Uh,
0: unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess asking you, Elio, I know the answer to this because I said you were beaten. Uh, was this worth
1: watching? <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: No, I, 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 for what little I watch, I've lost those moments of my life that I'll never get back. Um, maybe I don't know. Maybe if I hadn't watched a lot of good quality wrestling, and a, we talked a lot, man. I mean, those New Japan cards are, are long.
1: Really good, man. Uh, there are really great matches on
0: there. Oh, really great matches. But yeah, uh, Triple Mania. Um, You know, we almost discussed putting you in the book, but uh, we're not going to do a book this week. Uh, It's been a tame week. Like I said, we've been beaten, man. Uh, It's hard for an old man like me and uh, uh, a a raving alcoholic sex maniac (laughs) like the gentleman here. You know, wrestling is our only escape, and when wrestling uh, puts you in the corner and beats the crap out of you Mm -hmm. continuously, it's a tough week. It's a tough week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is.
0: Well, you know what? This week, folks, we throw. a Threw a poll out there Mm -hmm. and uh it's a poll that i really was interested in especially people following new japan right now i thought would uh would really want to weigh in on this and it has to do with our good friend john moxley formerly known as dean ambrose in the Mm -hmm. wwe now i do know that before dean ambrose Mm -hmm. left the wwe he was a bit painful to kind of watch like you know the way he was being portrayed yep and uh I i was just curious you know is this uh is this what we got? Like, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, what are we going s- to... Is, is I guess what I'm... Man, I'm stumbling on my words here. What I'm trying to say is, we were wondering... You know, we have John Moxley. He's appearing everywhere now after leaving the WWE. Right. Uh, and I know a lot of it's independence that a lot of people probably have not got a chance to see. Mm-hmm. But there is New Japan, where he has been on a tremendous tear in the G1. And I got to tell you, Elio, his matches... Uh, even with the ones he's lost, have been very exciting, fun matches. Yeah, they have. I and, just, uh, uh,
1: before we went on the air, I was uh, watching the John Moxley Jay White match.
0: Now, I, now the the poll asked Is John Moxley a better, cooler wrestler now? Or is he just a repackaged Dean Ambrose? How do you feel about that, Elio? Now, I think
1: he's a lot cooler now. You can tell he's more comfortable in the ring as uh, john moxley because as dean ambrose you know WWE has a certain way a certain style of wrestling you have to follow like this move or this this way of a wrestling where as uh john moxley and gbw he's free to like do like what what he wants in the ring when he's in the ring okay
0: okay i i see that you know you're right and uh one thing I'd like to point out. Remember when we talked uh probably a couple of months ago about John Moxley, and you asked me how I felt about him, and mm-hmm. I said I was I don't like when he does all these stupid kind of swivel moves that look so Like, okay, he'd do that uh That ridiculous kind of r-
1: clothes line off of the ropes yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, fall back in the middle rope come out. The problem was the way he made it looked, it looked so phony and looked so contrived. Yep. That I couldn't get into it, and I hated the thing where he'd be like, he did that kind of swivel thing, you know, like somebody would throw him into the the curtain or into the uh, the ring apron, and he kind of jump and spin around and come back out and attack. Yeah, yep. And it looked, it didn't look good. It, his timing was so off on it all the time; it just looked silly. Right. And um, you don't see that stuff right now. No, the John ago. That, that's why this Japan. this
1: one is such a cooler version.
0: Okay, well, you know what, fans? Uh, A lot of you voted, and and thank you. We had a lot of votes on this one, and uh, the answer has five hundred and
1: ninety-five.
0: Ooh, that yeah. Uh, (sighs) Now that was only you know we put this poll up late. This poll was only running for two days, so thank you, six hundred almost six hundred of you voting in two days. Mm -hmm. Um, Now seventy-two percent of you think he's a better, cooler wrestler, and only twenty-eight percent say a just. A repackaged Dean Ambrose. No. Now I'm gonna look into the comments here. Uh Daniel Fryer says, I think an unpackaged Dean with a shade more aggression. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing that's to mean he thinks he's cooler then. Um uh, Ian Damore says, so far everything I wanted to see from Dean Ambrose. So obviously, people, you know, a lot of people are wondering how is he gonna react or act, you know, with his with his new surroundings. Uh, ooh, look at this guy's name, Gustav. Henry Reigns the fourth said he was Moxley before he was Ambrose.
1: Wow, we have we have a, we have a, a, a Jeffrey Knight the second, and now we have a fourth.
0: Yeah. Wow. wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Alan Gilmore replied to Gustav saying, "And Vince said AEW was a blood and guts promotion. I think he forgot about where Dean Ambrose and John Moxley used to wrestle at." Good point. And uh, here's somebody who disagreed with him being a cooler. Rob Sturman said, just another WWE retread. Well, I don't think hmm. I can agree with you on that, Rob. No,
1: no, no, definitely not.
0: All right. And our la- our last comment today is from Eric Musculus. And remember, folks, if I say your name wrong, oh, well. <laughs> Maybe pronounce your name out for me. I ain't God. Uh, well, since Moxley came first, I'll go with him better. I'll go with better. Okay. So, um. There's a lot of good uh, comments. And you know what, folks? I love well-thought-out comments. You know, I like it when people take the time to uh, express themselves and to really tell us, you know, yep. what they think is, you know, what they're looking at. Uh, I, However, we do sometimes get comments that uh, just make you shake your head.
1: Yeah, you know, you know what? what I mean? Now, TG, before you go on and read that yeah. comment... You're, uh-huh. always, uh, you're always always uh, talking about how I drink on the show.
0: Yes, well, you do, but anyway.
1: <laughs> I think sometimes our listeners drink a lot more than I do.
0: They, they, some of them have to. Some of them have to. Now, a guy by the name of Ben Johns recently wrote in on one of our polls as dumbest effing poll. And I thought, wow, Ben Johns, you have really encapsulated what a hick fan Mark is all about. And so I thought, you know what? I think it's only fair that we appeal to a question that, you know what, since he thought that was a dumb poll, let's appeal to a question, a poll for Ben Johns. And Sounds it's going to be good. me and you. Me and you, Elio, we're going to do this right now for you, Ben Johns. All right. The question is, will Ben Johns end up most nights with his left hand or <laughs> his right hand? I'd like to know, Elio, what do you think?
1: I'm going to go with his left
0: hand. You're going with his left. All what right. Hand? Well, you know what, I, I'm i going to say right Just because John sounds like a kind of uh, you know crank to the right kind of guy, folks, if you want to get in on this action and you want us to post this poll, please write in and feel free to I don't know make fun of Ben Johns all you want, but it seems like he does a good enough job making fun of himself.
1: (laughs) Good job,
0: good job, buddy. And you thought you drank a lot, Elio. (laughs) Anyhow,
1: (laughs) something (laughs) new contender emerges.
0: Well, you know what? Uh, I was gonna, folks. You know it's a rough news week for us when the only bit of news we have, and surprise, surprise, it's AEW, as that <laughs> seems like the only news ever these days. But not only is uh, is it a, a, jo- a heavy, uh, oh, sorry, not only is it heavy, oh, heavy, <laughs> not only is it only AEW, but, I mean, when the only news we had to report that Elio found involved Marco Stunt, I looked at him and said, we're not even going to talk about it. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what no news this week folks we're gonna put up a poll we're gonna think of one uh, for next week hopefully it does not involve our our friend mr johns um <laughs> but hey enough of you fans write in we'll make an extra poll for that um i would like to say though uh let's move on to new japan this has been the the, the this has been so exciting the g1 tournament uh i know elio going in i know you hadn't seen a g1 tournament before
1: i hadn't No.
0: And I kind of, I, I played it up. I talked it up. Did it deliver? Has it been delivering?
1: Yes, it has. I've seen a lot of great matches, a lot of great wrestling the, uh, in uh, the past 14 days at the, of uh, this tournament.
0: Well, you know what, folks? It's up. That's right. We're up to day 14. We're going to talk about days 12, 13, and 14 today. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, we're going to talk a bit about uh, guys who have been eliminated mathematically. Okay. All right? So, first of all, day 12 saw... And this is I know this one might have surprised you because I know you had a lot of high hopes for Shingo but Jeff Cobb friend of the show defeated Shingo in yep. uh, probably one of the most surprising matches uh Toriano defeating John Moxley John Moxley was undefeated going in against Toriano
1: by count out wow
0: <laughs> Yeah you know like Yano did every little Ridiculous trick in the book to, to get that victory, and Moxley fell for it.
1: No, before we went we went on the air. You were explaining to me like um, the, um, the thought process behind Toriano's uh, victory over Moxley because okay. when, I, when when I, when I saw this I, at first, I thought I thought that it was kind of like a weak way, like to pick up a victory. But then uh, after you explained it to me off air, it made more sense.
0: Okay, well, folks, this is uh, if we are playing uh, Dungeons & Dragons right now, this is called metagaming, where we remove ourselves from the game and we talk about the mechanics of... And that's what we're going to do right now for a second here. We're going to step back and uh, pull out of the fantasy of wrestling and look at what booking is about. Uh-oh. And uh, Elio made a good point. He said, uh, how weird is it, like a, a trickster, the guy who's not going to win anything really, Toriano... <laughs> Is the guy who breaks the undefeated streak of Moxley. And while Moxley's looking like this monster, how could he lose, you know, all of his great victories and he loses to Yano? And I said, well, you have to think of it this way. The chances of John Moxley winning this tournament are pretty slim. Mm-hmm. He has a big contract with AEW. New Japan uh, has him for dates, but they know they can't have him full time. Okay. So they put him in here, they've made him a monster. I mean, they've really given him the room to work he's rose to the occasion he's looked awesome now the only way to get him out of the tournament and not let him win it is he's going to have to lose a couple matches and how this match like this match does not the loss doesn't make moxley look weak you know you don't walk out of there like be honest elio when he lost that countout, right all right. the crap that happened did you stop and went oh i guess moxley isn't as tough as i thought he is or did you think, wow, that Yano pulled a quick one on?
1: Him. No, actually that's what I thought. That that Yano, like he pulled a quick one because I wasn't expecting right. I was I wasn't expecting that.
0: Right. So what you got is a really cool surprise moment in the tournament. Yep. And you got John Moxley take eating a loss without looking weak. Mm-hmm. So that's the key part here. They didn't make him look weak here.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, so that is probably my take on why that happened. Okay. Okay, from a booking perspective. Okay. All right. Now let's put back on our wrestling pants and get back into the tournament. Okay. Also in this round, Naito defeats Juice Robinson in interesting match. I sometimes Juice Robinson's the kind of guy. Sometimes I like. Sometimes I don't. Yep. You know what I mean. Yep. Uh, next match: Jay White defeating someone I never can stand, being <laughs> Tai Chi. And
1: he better defeat Tai Chi. Damn it!
0: <laughs> and here is another cool. I guess, progression storyline kind of win. Uh, Hiroyoku Goto defeating Tomohiro Ishii. These are two members of the same... They're good friends. They tag quite a bit. They're in the same faction. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they've met... Ishii has always (laughs) gotten the one step up on Goto.
1: Okay.
0: But Goto came out with a whole different kind of attack this time. And it was good. I liked it. It, Both guys came out looking super strong and looking both good. And the point's going to Goto. Now... For day twelve of the matches, I think take a look at the Go to versus Ishi match, but mm-hmm. also take that extra couple minutes and watch Yano versus Moxley for some fun.
1: Yeah, it All was right. a, it was a fun match.
0: Day thirteen in Block A, okay. uh, Bad Luck Fale in a big surprising here defeats Kenta. Kenta, yeah. who up until uh, last week was looking like a, a you know one of the top contenders, now he's eaten two major losses in a row.
1: This was a surprise when I saw this when I was watching it this morning.
0: Uh, next up. Zack Sabre Jr. defeating Lance Archer. This was a pretty good match because Archer, once again, did not look weak in this match. Um, evil defeating Osprey.
1: Yep.
0: Really good match. Actually, a really tremendous match. If I didn't like the main event so much, I would have picked this match as the match to watch. Actually, you know what? No, I'm gonna pick this match. Evil defeating Osprey is the one match I think you should watch the most out of this night. And believe me, the next couple matches were really good. Abushi defeating Tanahashi, really good. This is sort of a rematch of a match they had last year in the G1, where Tanahashi defeated Ibushi. So I don't know if you notice at the end of the match how Ibushi was very gushing and very um, uh, respectful to Tanahashi, showing his gratitude and respect. Yep. very classy. <clears throat> okay. And in the main event that night, Sonata defeating Okada. There's <clears throat> a bit of a surprise. Okada get you know he, he also going in undefend, undefeated, eats a loss here. So this kind of uh, stirs the pot a little. Hopefully, going forward. Day 14, B-Block, we saw Tomohiro Ishii defeat Yano. Now, this match uh, was... Once again, we're going to jump into metagaming booking here, okay? <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Um, I like what they did with this match. Did you notice in this match, they even had a chop battle between them where Yano won? Yeah. <laughs> he
1: kept, Yeah, they, uh, I saw that.
0: What they try and do here with Yano is, yes, he spends most of his matches as a trickster doing ridiculous, over-the-top things, yep. but... They like to remind you every now and then that this guy is actually a tough badass. He can. If he wanted to straight up wrestle, he can go toe-to-toe with Ishii. He can go toe-to-toe with a lot of these wrestlers. He just tends to be the crazy, goofy guy that he wants to be. (laughs) All right. Next match. This one really surprised me. Tai Chi defeating Juice Robinson.
1: Yeah. I was like, what? How?
0: I don't know. You know what, though? (laughs) I've got to say Tai Chi um as much as i can't stand him but most times this tournament has been he has gotten he looks a little better than usual i'm not going to say he looks good but he doesn't look so crappy as he usually does let's keep it at that okay. for now uh then we had Hiroki Goto defeating jeff cobb in mm-hmm. a very good hard-hitting battle of suplexes and whatnot it, it was pretty good I had my hopes on Cobb but go to taking the win looking strong.
1: Yeah, when you hit that Yushika that or whatever it's called on yep. Cobb. Yeah.
0: And then this is a very key match, okay? And okay. once again, we're going to explain booking again with this. This one has two things going on with it. Jay White defeats John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Now, you know what? I was I was going to save it till after this and sit, talk about, it, but let's place it. In the beginning when me and you talked about the wrestlers that we thought were going to win this. Yeah. We've, we even picked John Moxley, perhaps. We've picked him over the while. But I think, I think look, putting my metagaming booking on here, I think Jay White is going to win. Uh, just for the simple fact, he dropped a whole bunch of matches in the beginning. He got to the point where the only way that he could make the finals is if he wins every single match from now on. He's won two in a row since he declared that he will go- win the rest of the tournament.
1: Yeah, the, yeah. well, he, he said he's going to win uh, his, uh, I think, six or whatever he, it was. Yeah,
0: Yeah. okay. Now, as a booker, this match is perfect because first we have White claiming, and even if White doesn't win the tournament, right? maybe we have him win the next five and then he loses and is out. But how much... Uh, now we've created this this buzz like, whoa, White's really going for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And on the same time, tonight we have him defeat Moxley. Moxley, who was the monster, lost to Yano, put him down. Now this match will put him down a tiny bit more. It doesn't make him look weak because White won this match with a lot of help from a lot of bullet club shenanigans. Um, it serves two masters, and I, I think it's some brilliant booking right here.
1: I have a question. Yes. What's what's to do with uh, Rocky Romero? Because well, at the end, uh, like Jay Way was taunting him with uh, the Bullet Club uh, uh, sign.
0: Oh well, just that's one of the ongoing stories. That's Rocky Romero for the last year or so has been filling in a, quite a, a regularly on bigger events. Uh, he belongs to um, Okada's faction.
1: Oh, to chaos. Okay.
0: To chaos. Okay. So because uh, the the whole deal was here. remembers last year, White had joined Chaos. Yep. And then he turned on them. No one's ever turned on Chaos. Oh okay. So Rocky feels very um you know, like his teammates, like you spit in his face. So he's he's he'll be perpetually upset at White. And White, who's like the biggest douchebag around, likes to rub into into Rocky's face how he's no longer one of them. So that's what, that's what that whole background thing
1: going on is. You hear Kevin Kevin Kelly takes it so personally when uh, Gato sticks his nose in uh, white's uh, business and that helps him uh, with uh, getting the upper hand.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like Kevin Kelly. He
1: takes it so personally. (laughs) I love Kevin Kelly.
0: I gotta, I gotta say that. Um, In the main event, and we could probably explain the story of this one a little bit too. If you, maybe you didn't know it either. Uh, Naito defeats Shingo. Now, this is an important um, the story-wise that a lot of people might not have gotten out of it who uh, don't follow enough Japanese wrestling. Maybe you just started following the tournament. Maybe you don't know enough about these guys. First of all, Naito and Shingo are both in Los, Los Ignobles de Japón. They're in the same um, yep. faction together. Yep. Naito is the leader. Shingo is the new start. Now, the story behind this a lot is back in the day, both Naito and Shingo were trained by the same trainer. Okay. And that was Animal Hamaguchi. And a lot of the times, Shingo kind of came out, you know, you have like rivalries within your training faction as you're training. There's, you know, some guy who maybe does a little better than you, gets a little more praise than you. Yep. Um, Shingo tended to be the one who got a lot more praise and a lot more admiration from the trainers than Naito. Okay. And so the story here kind of was that they still had this sort of friendly rivalry, even though they're partners and in in uh, LIJ, and even though they're stable mates, that there was still this undercurrent of Naito desperately wanted to win because Shingo always came out on top when they were young trainees. So, interesting story for people who follow very closely. If you're not following very closely, and uh, this is new to you, it was still a really good match. Naito took a shit-kicking here. Yeah. I mean, Shingo beat the crap out of him but naido still takes the win and shows why he probably is the toughest guy in lij
1: yep
0: now th- these were some very key matches these matches in the mid thing here have started to turn some of the uh the wheels of uh of where this tournament's going up until now kenta and moxley looked threatening to be the guys in each block to take this thing now each guy has lost two key matches. And they're no longer at the top of their divisions. Um, Sonata, who came off kind of quiet and has been creeping his way, all of a sudden he's defeating Okada. He's defeating Ibushi. He's defeating some big-name guys in his his block. And maybe he's a quiet guy to watch on the outside. Um, Jay White making the declaration that he was going to win the last six matches – and make it to the finals.
1: Yeah, I mean last That's week, a possibility. Last, last week she wait was all the way at the bottom and now he's all the way he's like one, two, three, four, five, six uh, names from the top.
0: Yeah, you know, he's it's it, it things can change in a round robin very easily. Um of course there are guys who've already been uh you know kicked like have not made the cut like Follet, I love <laughs> uh Zach Sabre Jr. which was really surprising Mm-hmm. Uh, has already uh, mathematically out. And so is Lance Archer. Yep. And in the B side, um, I believe uh,
1: Jeff Cobb, Tai Chi, and Jeff Shing- Cobb, Shingo. Jeff Cobb, Tai Chi,
0: and Shingo. Yeah. And wow, hey, remember going in after Shingo's strong, strong performance in the Super Junior? Now he, he's already out. So it's more, there's no more, more, more names
1: in Block B are eligible to win than uh, Block A. There's only three names in Block A that can win.
0: Right, but just remember, it only one guy wins in block A and one guy wins in block B. So, right, you know what? Uh, as the list gets smaller, there's still guys there that are fighting. Uh, you get guys like Zack Saber Junior. Who basically has declared that because he got eliminated, he's going to screw over everybody and try and like not let anyone else win.
1: Oh, okay. So we're not gonna have so him. We're not gonna have a winner this year. <laughs> well,
0: there'll be a winner, but he's going to try and screw over everybody he doesn't like.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> So,
0: shoot for the stars, Zach. Keep it real. Be yeah, a gentleman. but it seems no. like he doesn't like
1: anyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, that no. Remember, he's oh uh, well. I guess the only guy who was like really in his faction was Archer, who he just defeated. Oh, um, <laughs> 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 um, yeah. There's nobody else in Suzuki. Gun made it into uh, into the tournament. So, uh, well, Tai Chi, I get. Well, no, Tai Chi's in there, but he's on the other block. If Suzuki, so.
1: if Suzuki were were in it, I would have. Uh, uh, picked him uh, to possibly
0: win. I know, and you know what? That's an interesting story this year with Suzuki not making it in. Uh, I don't know if you... We didn't really talk about this, I don't think, but uh, they showed some stuff before the G1 started when Mm -hmm. the names were announced, and Suzuki went on a rampage for two or three uh, (laughs) wrestling nights, pissed that he was not included in this lineup, and uh, took it out on everybody. See, why
1: would you want to make Suzuki... Angrier than he already
0: is. He's already an yeah, the, angry man. He's a walking rage. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best way to put it. Um, so you know what? Um, I'm glad you're... You know what, uh, Elio? I am so happy that you're along the ride with me for this because I tell you, I've been watching... The, this is my fourth G1 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a very... It started originally me watching these shows live in mostly Japanese at four in the morning and still going to work the next day. Wow. How do you do
1: and it? And having...
0: I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think I can do it anymore. Um, Now, they're mostly in English. they are all been in English so far. Every night, has had an English translation. Um, We get uh, a a hookup. We got a a hookup, satellite hookup, where we don't have to watch it live. We can watch the delay of it, Mm -hmm. and we don't have to be up so late at night. And I have someone to discuss it with because I can't tell you how many times I'd see a tremendously great match, and then I don't have anyone to talk about it (laughs) because all my wrestling fans, all my wrestling friends weren't. New Japan fans. But now, uh, it's awesome to talk to you and get your perspective of what's going on.
1: Yeah, I I like this. This is cool. Well,
0: fans, you know what? Uh, We're going to stop kissing New Japan's ass right now and uh, take a quick break. (laughs) When we get back, we'll probably kiss the asses of a bunch of other companies. I don't know. Uh, Anyways, uh, I'm going to get up a drink. Um, We already know Elio's drinking like the fish. So, um, you guys... you. Do what you want. You be you, okay, man? Just be the best you can be. We'll be back in a few
1: minutes. (laughs) All right. Hello, this is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar & Elbow brand. Go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar & Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers, and you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all, Wrestling P.O.V. and Wrestling P.O.V. Global. You don't want to miss out, so save yourself ten percent by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness!
0: What's up? This is Jeff Cobb. You're listening to WPOV
1: Global. Hey,
0: fans, we're back. Uh, Elio, yes, are you sir. still conscious? Are you still conscious? You didn't drink like a Mickey while I was like, taking that quick break, did you? <laughs>
1: I'm still conscious.
0: You're still conscious. That's what I'd like to hear because now we're going into our segment of the show where we go over the top three regular TV shows that we watch. That's All usually right. WWE NXT UK.
1: And that is
0: MLW. And this week, I don't know if people, if they listen to our bitchin' or not, but ROH has changed their format.
1: And you know what? This might completely upset the entire race.
0: It might, you know, because uh, I think one of the problems we are talking about with, uh, you know, things looking stale and, and, and them not making themselves really a TV show, I think <laughs> this, really, uh, this really makes a, a difference. So anyways, let's start off with WWE NXT UK. Elio... Send us away, brother, and we'll talk about it.
1: Okay, so uh, this uh, this week uh, NXT UK was back inside the arena. They were they came to us from Plymouth, England, and uh, Johnny Saint and Sid Skeller are out to announce uh, Walters uh, to announce uh, Walters' next challenger and outcomes. And Tyler Bates' music plays and ta- and uh, Bates um, attacks Walt from behind as uh, Imperium stands guard at the top of the ramp waiting for Tyler Bates.
0: Yeah, so, folks, uh, he jumped in a bit. So what it did happen is when they were going to come out and talk about the contender, Walter came out with Imperium. Yep. And basically kind of pushed the guys around and said, hey, I've defeated everybody. There's no one around. Who you got for me? Then they said Tyler Bates. And then his music came on. So all of Imperium got out of the ring. And if you've ever watched wrestling, you knew where this was going. (laughs) Because they all got off the ring, ran up the... uh, Ran up the apron and all stared. Everybody else stared at the apron. So of course Tyler Bates came in from behind and attacked him, a la Stone Cold back in the day of that one. Uh, the um, oh crap, what's that Wait, stupid thing called Royal Rumble? He oh, jumped okay. everybody. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know the one biggest takeaway I had in this uh, whole interchange
1: mm-hmm. was how
0: in the heck did Tyler Bates fight with flip flops on? <laughs> Did you notice that he was wearing flip-flops? <laughs> I thought, wow, how did he not fall out of those okay <laughs> he,
1: he he did get a couple of shots in on Walter
0: yeah, but I just laughed when they they broke it up and, and they showed a full cut and you saw he was wearing like uh, these kind of slip on adidas um kind of sandals, you know, and I was just like, what the hell How did he not fall <laughs> out of those? Wow. I could barely walk in those things without falling out.
1: Okay, we have our we have our opening match. We have a uh, TJ's favorite uh, team, Gallus.
0: I'm sure you are mistaken. Is that what the drunk says? Oh, anyways, <laughs> go on.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Gallus defeating pretty deadly or Dolph sigler's younger brothers.
0: Oh my God! Do these guys ever look ridiculous?
1: <laughs> you know what? I don't even know their names. I just wrote that team name.
0: I I got their names in front of me. I'm not even going to give it out. I mean, they look like, seriously, like if you hired male strippers. They seriously look like 20-year-old male strippers. It, it was... I, I can't take these guys seriously.
1: And then we then we had Jordan Devlin going to see Scala demanding a rematch against Walter, but Skella puts him in the main event of tonight's show against Alexander Wolf.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Then we have Rhea Ripley defeating Danny Luna, who?
0: Danny Luna, yes. Okay, my girl Rhea, looking great, looking yep. ferocious as ever. Gotta say, kind of digging Dani Luna a bit. I kind of want to see her a little more. I hope they show her again down the road.
1: If she, if she were uh, has she been on before? I don't remember. I her. have
0: not seen her before. Okay. So, you know what? No, I so that's why I said Fr-
1: who because I wasn't sure.
0: Yeah, no, she's a newer girl, but I liked her look. Um, yeah. Which doesn't happen on a lot of uh, of uh, WWE NXT UK women's wrestlers. Mm-hmm. There's only seems like there's like four or five, and then the rest are just like like uh, that that Shaw chick or like, uh, or what is her name? Nina Samuels. No, I Nina,
1: Samuels. Yeah, Nina, Nina Samuels. Nina Samuels or yeah. Jenny
0: or these interchangeable women who don't even look like wrestlers. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I liked her. I liked, uh, I liked uh, Luna's look. So I, I hope, uh, I hope we see more of her, but come on, my girl Rhea took her apart.
1: Yup. Okay. Then, uh, now this one, I kind of, uh, like this segment. They, uh, they did a close-up on the Tony storm Kaylee Ray match that will take place at TakeOver Cardiff. So, give them kind of like a history and backstory behind uh, these two.
0: Now, when you say you liked it, did you like the history and the backstory or just the presentation of them doing a, a, a session of
1: information? No, like, uh, they actually... I liked the actual backstory. Like, you were, how they uh, how they knew each other before NXT UK. Hmm,
0: interesting. But Stupid, come, <laughs> come, on, on, come on, man. This that was means, crap. That, that
1: means that at least it makes the match more sense now. You,
0: sir, must be mistaken.
1: I'm <laughs> mistaken.
0: <laughs> you know, if that drunk Tony had a, a tagline, I'd throw it. Oh, wait, I think you're being churlish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> are you saying and, and, if I, are you, you walked was... to the toilet in the okay, toilet?
0: Okay. <laughs> Let me get this straight. What? The story here is that Tony Storm and Kaylee for Ray were buddies who hung out together and then they went to Japan and they were like a brother and si- like big brother and our big sister and little sister. And then when when uh, Tony made it to WWE UK, she was so excited when she heard Kaylee was coming because they were gonna be friends, but when she got there things were different.
1: <sighs> well you trying to figure out like uh, how this match came about other than, Kaylee Ray
0: just winning a battle royal. Dude, this is such a weak ass story. I almost <laughs> wish she had just won the battle royal. Like, I'm sorry, I could not. I like Tony Storm. I'm not. Sh- I'm not so sold on Kaylee <clears throat> Ray anymore. I'm gonna have to see more, I guess. But this was just drivelly garbage. I'm sorry, I did not like this story at all. I thought it was okay. stupid. I-, I don't know. Our- this stuff makes sense if you're two lower card wrestlers, you know. But, like, the champion and her number one contender, just weak, weak sauce.
1: But then maybe uh, I, it's also I must have been watching it at, like, 6 in the morning while, while I was uh, still hungover.
0: Oh, let's face it. You're never hungover. You're still drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you had to send those girls home, and they made you think of Tony Storm and uh, the two girls you sent home while you were watching it were. Anyways, uh, go on. Hey, do you ever, you know, um, I'm just going to throw this really quick out there, but, you know, uh Do you know who Peter Dinklage is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't Jordan Devlin sort of look like if he took Peter Dinklage (laughs) and stretched him two (laughs) or three feet, he might look like that?
1: He does.
0: (laughs) Or either that or Jordan Devlin needs to be shrunk down to, what are they, little persons? Yes. Yeah. I say a lot of bad words, so I'm going to try not to avoid the words that get me in trouble. So
1: so then we had an update on Eddie Dennis, who we haven't heard from in a long time. Apparently he said like... Who? (laughs) <laughs> exactly, and he says he he says the fans fault that he got injured.
0: Yeah, he's the guy who comes out and's like, "Hey, guys, this is why I'm gone," and everyone's like, "Who are you?"
1: Eddie <laughs> Dennis, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we have Piper Niven and Cybrook Brooks, taking on Ginny and Jazzy Gabbard.
0: Ginny and Jazzy, it almost sounds like they have the same last name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then uh, I, I, literally, I literally have this written on in front of me. Two jackasses collide. Dave Mastiff versus Joe Coffee.
0: Ugh. Ugh. Oh, man. Okay. Oh,
1: no. Yeah. I, I can already tell uh, what kind of show we can have next week. Ugh.
0: Dave Mastiff. Okay.
1: So, here Dave we Mastiff. go. This is the main event. Alexander Wolf defeats Jordan Devlin.
0: Oh, man. It was like Ty- Tyrion versus the dragon. Okay. I guess maybe you didn't man. get what I said about Peter Dinklage. Go on.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, I got it. Game of <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes, okay. I, I try to
0: be relevant and hip. Yep, is it working, kid? Anyways, um,
1: <laughs> I know Game of Thrones.
0: I know. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just Josh, anyway.
1: Okay, so that was our uh, NXT UK for this week.
0: So, you didn't um, talk anything about Devlin and Wolf. <laughs> wow. Did you like the match?
1: Uh, it, was, uh, it was an okay match. It was a uh, Devlin. I, Devlin got destroyed by Wolf.
0: I really. Um, I think this has done a world of good for Alexander Wolf to be part of Imperium.
1: Uh, yeah, I yeah, we we said at the beginning that um yeah that uh, Alexander Wolf, we weren't sure how he would fit into this group, but uh, it's uh, it's turned out that it to work out great well for him.
0: Now one th- one quick question I want to throw out to you, and maybe to the fans out there: mm-hmm. Is you ever notice when they have the Imperium thing come out and they have their names? Yeah, and they have Wolf first, then Walter, Wolf, then Walter. the other two.
1: Wolf, Walter, Eichner, and uh, Bartel, or is it the other way around?
0: Uh, it doesn't matter, but I mean, yeah. the first two, doesn't it seem weird that, like, Walter should be first, don't you think? I, I mean, he's the leader. Wow, It's yeah, not even well, alphabetical.
1: Uh, so Going Wolf know.
0: isn't even alphabetical. So that makes you, I don't know. Yeah, is that some now, kind of seed planted it for it, the like, future?
1: Because W-A comes before W-O.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I just want to know if any but fans then, but then, looked at that. But then,
1: then? alphabetically, it would be Bartel. I can Walter and Wolf.
0: Yeah, but you wouldn't go by it. You wouldn't want to go alphabetically. I mean, you want Walter there. He's your leader. I, That's true. I just true. find it weird that he it isn't Walter and you know.
1: That's true. Yeah, I noticed okay. that.
0: Sorry. So hey, fans, if you noticed that and thought it was kind of <laughs> odd, or if you think maybe I broke into LEO's, uh, uh liquor cabinet.
1: No, it, it's, it's option B. He broke into my liquor cabinet because so I'm running low again.
0: Just so you fans know how uh, possible that is, it is a two-hour flight from Edmonton to Toronto. If I was to drive, I would have to drive at least, what, 26 hours straight?
1: (laughs) It's a long time to go to break into a liquor
0: cabinet. I'm not going to (laughs) say it. (laughs) All right, folks. One of my favorite parts of the week is always MLW. It's time for the MLW Fusion TV Report.
1: All right. All right. Uh, actually, uh, I wonder if this is uh, some of the matches that took place at the Never Seen Never event.
0: It was. I was hoping you weren't going to bring that up, but yes, it was.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> Damn you, Elio! Shut the fuck up. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I That's not me
1: talking. That's booze.
0: <laughs> All right. We open up in New York City, and our announcers are Rick Bo- Bocchetti. Makes me think of cheese, and Tony Schiavone. Holy dug out the mothballs. That guy's alive? Wow. Sweet. Now nah, we he's talked alive. about how he has to do baseball. He's finished doing his baseball for the <coughs> season. He's back now, so uh match number one, low key mm-hmm. against uh Jimmy Utah we've got low key doing this, you know, uh he's like tearing through everybody. I mean this match lasted like a minute. You
1: know what that that that, that streak kick that he delivered to Utah Holy yeah. crap.
0: Now here's one thing that I think is cool. Um <coughs> uh, sometimes when you do this sort of thing with the um you know the quick victories or the, yep. the unstoppable machine sometimes it can be boring
1: okay yeah
0: but loki have you noticed the fans are just going crazy for loki as a good guy
1: yeah they they they're like really getting behind loki
0: yeah they are really getting behind him and uh it's been a long time since loki no, Yeah. Uh,
1: um we um we it's some about a a guy name russian name senshi mhm I was looking I look that up. I, I, I believe uh, Lokia used that name in Impact.
0: Yes, he did. Yep. Yes, he did. And I believe when you looked up Senshi, who we're going to talk about in this week's episode, didn't he do wrestling for like um, oh, the guys who do all the weird cartoon stories? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Chicago. Uh, Chikara? Did he come from Chikara? Oh, okay. Uh,
1: I'm not sure. I've never I've never really even really seen Chikara.
0: Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's something. Um, <laughs> all right, so... Uh, we go to the uh, very hilarious. I'm just going to say it, okay? I don't know what to think of Tom Lawler. Sometimes I like him. Sometimes I think he's ridiculous. He's doing mm. this interview where he's basically biting on a chain link fence while threatening <laughs> Contra, then gets inside and then talks about I don't know, ripping out their souls and tasting their blood. And uh, it was pretty funny. Oh my
1: god!
0: Then then says he's teaming up with the Von Ericks. And that they're going to be in the War Chamber, which is the War Games thing, for the fans who don't know about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The War Games concept was owned by MLW for a little while. They sold the name War Games back to the WWE in the last little while. I was actually going to ask
1: you, um, how did that come about? Like, how did they end up with the War Games? Because I thought that was originally an NWA, uh, WCW uh, thing.
0: Yeah, I believe Dusty Rhodes had a... Now, I may be 100% wrong, folks, and please write me in and tell me, and I'll read it and tell you guys to F off, and I don't care what you say. But um, what I understood is I think Dusty Rhodes, he did some time in MLW, did some matches with them. Somehow, they acquired the uh, the rights for it. Oh, okay. They paid for the, for the rights. Uh, right. Recently, WWE paid them a lot to take the rights back to use the name, However, they're use. They could still use the concept. Now they're just calling it the War Chamber or something. silly. Oh, okay. All
1: right.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we uh, we we go back in. Uh, we get Contra Unit come out again. Man, Contra Unit. <clears throat> they're getting a little too too much Contra Unit for me these days. Okay. So
1: she's Simon gotch Oh, I don't know if uh, you heard about uh, what he did.
0: Uh, what did he do? Uh. Was it on the show? You're not talking about on the show, right?
1: No, 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 actually, uh, this was, uh, I saw this online, um, he had a few, he had a few comments for Dave Meltzer that were pretty dark.
0: Well, that's okay, Dave Meltzer, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's got his own show, he does his own thing, I, I don't even follow Dave Meltzer, so, uh... It's funny you bring up Simon Gotch because I'm going to throw this out here. I just talked about Imperium's little thing where they come out and it has, you know, uh, Wolf and Walter. Have you ever noticed that as many times as Contra comes out, they flash Samuel, they flash Fatu. They never say Gotch, ever, even when he's teaming with them.
1: You know what? Who is the leader of Contra?
0: It's supposed to be that uh, Shaw guy, or Samuel, sorry, Joseph Samael.
1: Oh I see all this time I thought it was Simon Gotch was the leader nope. of Contra.
0: No, it's it's that joke. they've made it very clear that it's it's Joe uh, it's Joseph Samuel is the leader.
1: Oh okay.
0: Uh Fatu now holds the belt, which is odd. Mm-hmm. And then uh yeah, Gotch, they never have him in any of the credits. So <sighs> I always wonder about that. Okay. So why
1: is so what, what is his uh, what is his role?
0: <laughs> well, obviously he's yeah. Is he just a hitman for the squad? Is he actually a part of the Contra unit? Because I just find that weird. Uh, so the Contra unit. I don't know. I love this about MLW. They just throw shit against the wall to see what sticks. Yeah. And uh, the explanation of Contra comes out and says, "We're going to fight you guys in the war chamber, right? We're going to fight you." Um, Tom Lawler, we're getting, you're going to bring the Von Ericks, and you're going to have to bring a mystery partner because we're bringing a mystery partner.
1: Oh man, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I, that just seems like ridiculousness to me, but okay. <laughs> I mean, just the presentation of that, you know, like you get a partner because you're going to need it because we're bringing a mystery partner. Like, well, all okay, right
1: then. <laughs>
0: yeah, all right. So, um, uh, okay, I got to touch on this. Sometimes the stories in MLW work really well with Selena De La Renta. Sometimes yep. they make me roll my eyes a little. This oh. whole thing where uh, the Matts Warner chasing her and destroying the group, loved it.
1: Yeah,
0: her dropping her phone and Conan picking it up and now blackmailing her because her phone has incriminating things on it.
1: Yeah, it's he just made, stupid. How many demands did he make? I picked up only one demand that he made.
0: Yeah, he only made one on this show, but I'm sure okay. there's more to come. All right. Now. Uh, the demand here was, he, he said that he would release the things on the phone unless he, he wanted, he said, look, you booked two friends to fight each other in a loser leave town match. And Sammy that of course was Sammy, Sammy, Callahan and Mance Warner. Yeah.
1: The Sammy, the, same, the same friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, they, uh, he demands that she book a match between, uh, Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. And, uh, look, LA park, uh, Los Angeles park. Yep. Yeah. Now, right away, that sets off uh, bells in my mind. Because as far as I know, looking through the news, Jimmy Havoc looks like he'll probably be working with AEW. So this might be just a good way to write him out of the thing. So I I, I guarantee you Jimmy Havoc is losing that match because L.A. Park is not going anywhere. (laughs) All right. Um, Then I know this is probably the most... You probably saw this and it sobered you up. You were probably so damn happy that you wanted to do backflips and join them because the Spirit Squad came out.
1: Oh, come on. You didn't get any spirit from the Spirit Squad? I have squad? no
0: spirit. I have no spirit when it comes to Why the Spirit not? Squad. Do you remember when DX dropped crap on them?
1: <laughs> I do. Yeah. Uh,
0: so the Spirit Squad come out. Uh, they throw out this uh, challenge to anybody this, to, to come out. Which is funny because they start naming teams. Then they name the Von Erics. Then the Von Erics come out.
1: Actually, I have, I have a question. I have a question. Yes. Uh, did you, was it, is it just me or did you find it distracting that their Titan Farm was playing uh, during that segment?
0: I yeah. was just going to bring that up. That is hilarious. Yeah. I find it hilarious that their music... It's sort of like uh, back in the day when New Jack would come out and his music would just keep playing. It's it's bizarre, but every time <laughs> the Von Eric's wrestle, their music just keeps playing.
1: It's like I'm watching a music video.
0: Well, then it gets even weirder because at the end of this match, right... The, the, the Von Eriks win. Then Contra comes out, and their music continually plays. <laughs> Jeez.
1: <laughs>
0: so it's like, uh, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, who's the new
1: guy? Said they, they had the new guy there, too.
0: They have not said who he is yet, and I do not recognize him. So I'm sure they're going to make up some bullshit story about him <laughs> and, and insert him in there. It is MLW. Okay. Um. So, yes, at the end of this, they attack the Von Ericks. As they're beating down the Von Erics, uh, Marshall, I think, started making a comeback. Uh, an, an unknown assailant, who apparently is in the, probably the fourth guy now in Contra, mm-hmm. spits something, like a mist out, into uh, Marshall, uh, Marshall's eyes. He yeah. goes down. Um, this is the only thing I didn't like about it. It seemed so... Oh, man, what's the word? It just didn't seem real, the way everyone reacted <coughs> when Marshall went down. Yeah. Because Contra... They sort of hung out way too long. They fought a little. They mm-hmm. they attacked a couple of the the they attacked a couple of the ringside people, but they didn't attack the EMTs. It just came off as very strange. Yeah. Meanwhile, their music's playing the entire time. So one thing I got to say: a lot of times uh, when it comes to Simon Gotch, very good wrestler, mm-hmm. but when it comes to these parts, he is very awkward and he looks awkward in there. He looks so lost, like he didn't know what <laughs> he was supposed to be doing. And it came across as that. So, uh, pick up, pull up your pants, uh, Simon. Uh, you got to work on something there. Um, then we go to uh, Goringo Loco uh, defeating Zen Shi. Now, I think the guy. I think back in the day, the more I think about it, uh, didn't Loki used to call himself Sen Shi with an S? I'm pretty sure it was Zen Shi, not Zen. Yeah, Zen-shi.
1: yeah. Wait, oh, is this one? Uses this guy a- is
0: Zen Shi. Uses a Z.
1: But, oh, anyways. Okay, because the, the, the
0: way you said it, it sounded like Zenshi. No, it's Zenshi. Okay. Okay, now, <laughs> Gringo Loco winning a match, that's about probably sobered me up. But,
1: um, <laughs> I like Zenshi.
0: Zenshi had a lot of cool things where he would go off the top rope and, like, <laughs> push himself and flip. It just looked, it looked very unique and kind of cool. Okay. So, I expect big things from him. Surprised he lost to Gringo Loco. So, we'll see where that takes us. Um,. Then uh, I'm gonna skip some, you know. Um, yeah, there was, <laughs> there was some more stuff about Davy Boy Smith and his sister and uh, Hammerstone. There was another. I'm not even talking about the, the Hammerstone. Uh, did did you? Okay, maybe I should for one second. I found it pretty funny that uh, MJF was saying that Teddy Hart could not pass the wellness exam, so he wouldn't be allowed to get a rematch for their belts.
1: Yes, I was. Uh, I was uh, looking at that. I have Dynasty promo written here.
0: Yeah. um... <laughs> Which makes no sense because he's still the mid heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. So if he failed that, uh, why wouldn't they just strip him of the belt? Anyways, then it was sort of funny. Hammerstone, who looks like a big juice monkey, kind of implying that maybe he might not pass <laughs> the wellness exam.
1: Hammerstone's then, probably still working on his uh, Hogan ninety one
0: ten. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I yeah, it was a, it was a throwaway segment for me at the best. Uh, so we get to the main event, and I got to tell you, um. I've heard of Thim- Timothy Thatcher. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen him wrestle. I've heard a lot about him on one level down in the indies across all everywhere. Okay. Um, when I saw that he was making his debut against Davy Boy Smith Jr., I was very excited because I know, which a lot of people don't know, is Davy Boy is an incredible grappler. He's also an MMA fighter. Yeah. And uh, this match started slow, but it really delivered. I-, I really enjoyed this. It's not the kind of match I think of fans – are going to want to see a lot of, mm-hmm. but it's a good every now and then sort of thing to see that kind of pure technical wrestling aspect. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah, and it was a it was a it was a good introduction for me to this guy, to the Thatcher, because I had only heard of him, but I had never seen him wrestle.
0: He's he is definitely old school. He's kind of like Cesaro, you know, yeah. like a big, strong, brawling, technical. What a great match! Ended with Davy Boy taking the win.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and I'm hoping that is not the last we see of Timothy Thatcher. Now, I know he hasn't signed with MLW, but I mentioned a week or two ago that he's kind of hanging out a bit, and he'll be slowly introduced into the company, I think. So let's hope that holds okay. true. So, oh, you know what? We, we were in such a hurry here. Uh, first of all, let's rate this week's show. Elio, okay. what would you give this week's MLW show? Oh, sweet. I mean, the,
1: the Contra stuff, and the I stuff. I didn't really enjoy it end though okay with all that so i'm gonna
0: go with a b- on this one wow believe it or not i shit you not fans i am giving it in my head i was giving it a b- too uh there are the contra uh the simon gotch looking totally lost took a bit out of uh out of that angle um i'm still undecided if i like the von erics playing their music or contra playing their music constantly while they're wrestling um but there was some fun stuff on the show uh the conan stuff was ridiculous (laughs) But the Davy Boy-Smith-Thatcher uh, match was off the off the hook.
1: The end was so, so. awkward. <laughs> Georgia Smith interviewing her brother.
0: Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I mean, Davy Boy is a good wrestler, but he's not the best actor in the world. Uh, the throwing don't, don't throw the guy to the wolves. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, the, uh, actually, uh, first before we go on, uh, I don't think uh, we gave uh, NXT a grade this week.
0: We did not. We did not. Um I'm sorry, i, I it, to, uh, sorry, I just wanted
1: to I was I was just waiting for you to get through MLW. I didn't wanna Yeah.
0: Yeah. I actually just was gonna bring it up too, so cool. Um I'm gonna give this week's NXT UK a C. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I didn't
1: think the, think the, give it a C. It wasn't good but it wasn't uh bad.
0: Wasn't horrible, but it was it was a bit weak.
1: Next week oh next week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it'll be the best whatever. Uh,
1: maybe. Maybe pipe so, P- 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 different than Cypher we'll save it.
0: Maybe, maybe.
1: Now let's uh,
0: jump over to ROH, and you know what? A whole different kind of look for ROH this week. Elio, tell us all about the ROH. Report. Yeah, this
1: week ROH was uh, different because now usually I have the matches, um, like the results of like all the matches under, but this week they had a completely different format. So we uh, see highlights of G.O.D. and Briscoe's feud, and uh, the Briscoe is winning the championships back from. Rows of Destiny. It
0: was good. It was a good match. We yep. talked about that one before.
1: Yep, and uh, of course we had uh, promos uh, with some colorful language between both teams. Actually, yeah, uh, more from the uh, God. Okay. Then we look in. We look at the take a look at the duncastle Castle Rouge feud, and uh, their uh, their recent feud is going to lead up to one of the matches on the summer card, summer card. Uh, it's going to be an ODQ match between them and Toronto. And before that, it's going to be a ladder war between C.O.D. and the Briscoes. Okay. Then we have a, a, a proving ground match. I believe it was uh, Tracy Williams defeating Josh Woods, Shane Taylor, and Silas Young.
0: I, yeah. And what did you think?
1: And it was okay. Um, Tracy Williams and Shane Taylor. Shane Taylor, you know I'm not a fan of Shane Taylor at all. No. So uh, because Tracy Williams won, he gets... Uh, so...
0: Actually, Elio, I don't think... If I remember right, And I know that uh, maybe they weren't clear about this, but wasn't that a, a uh, defense of the TV title uh, that Shane Taylor had just won?
1: Actually, uh, this one I think it was... Um,
0: it was on a, like a, a, one of the pay-per-views a, a little oh, while back. And,
1: uh, well, because um, now uh, Tracy Williams uh, gets uh, a, a shot at, the cha- at that championship at uh, Summer Card.
0: Now, here is something really interesting. We both watched this mm-hmm. program, and with this new format... It's kind of, it, it was hard to tell where that match was from and yeah, what it was all about.
1: that's the one thing, yeah. Because
0: Proving Ground matches, Proving Ground matches are usually people who aren't signed to the to uh, yeah, ROH. Okay. It's like uh, Facade and guys like that trying to get a, a first look. Who? So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anytime we can throw a Facade in there and let people know he's not dead, he so should then, be. Then
1: uh, we, we, t- we took a but, look at uh, Matt Taven defending the championship against Jay Lethal and uh, Kenny King.
0: Wow! Hey, what a tremendous. <laughs> Sorry.
1: And so uh, yeah, yeah. so that's uh, that was uh, pretty much uh, our wage for this week with this uh, new format. I I kind of like uh, this new format. Uh, they uh, at least so uh, we know like the events that are coming up, and they focus on storylines and where they're going next.
0: Okay. Well, you know what I liked. I kind of like the format change. Yep. We talked about this, fat fans. We even had a poll here where we were saying every week, you know, ROH yep. was losing so badly that something had to be done, and this is a start.
1: You know, they're making maybe, it more. Maybe show. they were listening to
0: the show. Yeah, sure, them and two others. <laughs> um, <laughs> but two others, I mean, countries. <laughs> we're looking your way, Australia. Um, uh, no, um, this had to be done. I think. I think they really had to do something different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now, I'm going to say I enjoyed. The format change. Uh that yep. gave it better marks, but the matches this week were not very good. No. And because of that, I'm gonna give it a C.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a C. Um, but at least we know like what's coming up on uh Friday, uh summer card here in Toronto. Yeah, we know four matches on that card already.
0: Yeah, this was a nice change is I don't know how many times Elio said, hey, was there, wasn't there there an ROH thing or something? And we were like, I don't know, you know. We watched the show. But Or, or, or,
1: or, or you will, you'll, you'll tell me there was a pay-per-view this weekend. I'm like, there was? Really?
0: <laughs> yeah, so this was a nice change that they're more front with it, but then it got confusing when we like just when they had the four way match, there we weren't sure where that was or what it was really about, so yeah.
1: So, like, I don't know we, if I heard it wrong when they said Proving Ground or if I heard uh something it was a reference to Proving Ground or something.
0: Well, you know what, folks? At least we know this is we've given it a C this week. Um, mm-hmm. interesting, I like the attempt, at least they're trying something. Maybe this, yep. Maybe now we'll just get some better stuff out of ROH for a show,
1: anyways. Would it, it, that be a backstage interviewer, Quinn or whatever her name is?
0: Yeah, I, I, I kind of zone out with these people now. <laughs> <I> mean, Casey, <laughs> What's Casey, going on? Casey Lawton has taken my soul away. I mean,
1: uh, we already have the update. Her? Uh, are we gonna, oh, are we gonna have to put. Uh, is that a future book entry?
0: She's possibly. She's possibly. This bad <laughs> acting has really got me thinking. But. So, uh, let's take a look at this week's winner. Uh, who wins the, okay. uh, for this week, who's the winner? Who scored the highest?
1: So, let's see. We gave, um. so we gave our to a C, uh-huh. uh, NXT UK, B-minus, and uh, MLW, we gave, uh, no, sorry, we gave B-minus, MLW, right? Right, I think
0: it was B-minus, and we gave a C or C-minus to NXT UK.
1: Think- okay, so, uh, the last week we had, let me pull up, last week. We had... I'm
0: pretty sure MLW, NXT. Was, MLW was in the
1: Yeah, we have NXT with 6, MLW with 11, and ROH with 1. Well, so it
0: looks like this week we're going to have to give uh, 3 points to MLW.
1: 3 or 2?
0: Was it 2? Yeah, wait, it's 2.
1: Yeah, it was 2 for 1st place, 1 for 2nd, 0 for 3rd. And I
0: think we have to give 1 to each of ROH and NXT because I believe we both gave them Cs.
1: Okay, so we have 1, 1, and 2. So that puts see at seven, MLW at 13, twelve. I believe 13. 12, uh, 13 and uh thirteen and ROH at two. So we have 7, 13, and two. Well, MLW le- still in the lead.
0: Well, that's two weeks in a row that ROH managed to pick up some points. So good on them.
1: Uh, that's a good. That's a good sign.
0: MLW so far is the one show here that seems to be putting on a consistently fun actual show. You know, it may not have the best wrestling, but at least it has an interesting show. So, folks, mm-hmm. um, I gotta say it's been a really good week for wrestling for us. We uh, wow, I have, we're not gonna have a book this week. Like I said, me and Elio, we, we got we got beaten up too much by AAA that I don't think we yeah. have. Uh, I don't have it in me to open the book this week. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I, if I did, I think we'd have put that fella in that uh, I was making fun of in the beginning for the poll. Uh, what was his name? John? Oh, I can't even think of his
1: name. Ben Johns?
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, you know that. Ben Johns. You know, he almost made the book for just stupidity, but everybody <laughs> has an w- off week. And I'm sure you were very concerned about your hand falling asleep that, you know, you probably just really didn't think what you were typing. So, fans, <laughs> I got to tell you, uh, we enjoy doing what we do. We want to send a special hello to uh, all of our good friends all across North America, Canada, and the U.S. We'd like to Mm -hmm. say all a big hello to uh, people out in Europe. We know that Ireland, England, Scotland, uh, Mm -hmm. France, Spain, some of these countries have been watching us, Germany, uh, Asian countries, uh, Hong Kong and China, Japan, and uh, you know what? Even a special down-under hello to our good friends in Australia, and don't get mad, we'll even say hello to people down in New Zealand. We enjoy each and every one of you. Uh, We look forward to seeing you. Now, if you want to see... You want to watch our show, or I guess you can't watch our show. If you want to watch our show, well, bang your head with a brick and just listen on your headphones and imagine what we look like.
1: Well, they always go to YouTube and watch uh, the same uh, picture on the video.
0: Yeah. Well, if you really want to imagine what the show is like, imagine the legend as a suave, sophisticated man of leisure and Elio as a drunk, sex-addicted man in his prime. No, no, no. You know what, folks? Uh... We have a great time here. And you know who else has a really good time and it's a really fun show is Wrestling POV, our sister show. Yep. On the same network that you're listening to us now, they put a show out every Saturday. Check them out now. I believe I've been practicing. I believe I can name where the folks can download us.
1: All right. Let's hear it.
0: Geoplanet. Nexus. <laughs> uh, uh, what, are you,
1: what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh,
0: the Oregon Trail. No, wait. That's a game. Uh Okay, I have no freaking clue. Elio, tell <laughs> what are the... you
1: doing? I don't know. I'm... Okay, you can you can find us at You can find the set. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. All right. And you, if you want to drop us a line, you can find us on Facebook at Wrestling POV Podcast, Instagram Wrestling POV One, and Twitter Wrestling POV.
0: Right. So you know what? Send us some. Send us a note. Tell us uh, what you what you're liking about the show, what you're hating about the show. If you have anything good to say, we'll read it. If you have anything bad to say, we'll rip it up and find you and do horrible things to your dog. I don't know. I'm I'm too beaten to think of good threats right now. So, folks, we've had a wonderful time. I'm your host, yes, the defeated, the beaten legend this week, and his co-host. The beaten, scraggled up, drunk, sex addicted (laughs) gentleman himself. Elio, say goodnight to the good people.
1: Alright, we will talk to you listeners next.